And one is that we are made of life. We are alive. We are made of the very energy that causes trees to grow and animals to do what animals do. <laughs> we are made of that same stuff. And it, it, there is an, a real-time responsive intelligence to it. It is designed to thrive. Life is designed to expand. And we are made of that. There's no effort in that. It is natural. It is inevitable. It might not be normal. So I'll often distinguish for people between what is normal and what is natural. It's normal to be freaking miserable and stressed all the time, but it's not natural. Yeah. It's normal to, um, you know, get really caught up in what people think of you and, 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 and to be in this continual mental drama, but it's not natural. Our natural state is clarity. Our natural state is quiet. Our, our natural state is, is hugely expansive and alive. So that's one thing that is true of every human being. So when I sit down, whether it's with a group, whether it's with somebody who's achieved a lot in their life, whether it's somebody in a prison, whether it's somebody in a township in South Africa, they are made of the exact same stuff, that same aliveness. But they probably think that they're whatever their body looks like. They probably think that they're the sum total of what they've done to that point. They probably think of themselves in terms of personality characteristics. Mm -hmm. And that, that's an individual variance on a universal truth. We are alive. The second thing mm -hmm. that has always been true, is true of every human being, is we are awake. We are conscious. We have the capacity to experience life. Now, what I've come to see more and more, and I talk about it most probably in my book, The Space Within, is we actually are that. That's, that's, that's if you read any sort of a Eastern mysticism or even Western mysticism, yes. it, it points to the human nature as being one of pure awareness. Sid Banks, the, the guy that I sort of learned, learned at the feet of was, was, you, you know, would, would talk about it as pure consciousness, uncontaminated by our personal thinking. That's true of everybody, which means everyone can wake up to this, to the truth of themselves at deeper and deeper levels. That's built in. The third thing that is true of everybody is we, we're creative. We think, and we, we live in thought. Like you're never going to really stop thinking. You can see, you know, even if you watch a, have you ever seen a dog dream? <laughs> I don't know. Like, no. It's really funny because they, they, you know, they'll lie there and you can see and they start whimpering and they're reacting to something that clearly is going on in their little heads, right? We, so even animals, it looks like, have some degree of what we would call this energy of thought, even if they don't have language in the way that we have language. Mm. So thought is not uh, in and of itself problematic. It's the creative force in the universe. Thought is what we use to create. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the innocent misuse of the gift of thought is what keeps us 
in mental drama and mental anguish and mental anxiety and mental stress and mental pressure and actually so preoccupies our attention, so fills our consciousness that there's not room for much of this fresh aliveness. So if, here's a metaphor. Mm. So so um, imagine that you're you a tea guy or a coffee guy. I'm a coffee guy. <laughs> I'm 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 drinking one right now. So so you got a big mug of old coffee. And it's not like just day old coffee. It's 25 year old coffee. And every morning you try and add fresh but there's just not much room in the cup and it gets kind of so diluted by all the old Ugh, you know, like the bottom of a coffee pot uh, of a cafeteria after you've been using it. And, and it's, y- y- you know, all the positivity you might pour into your mind is just getting lost in the stale old coffee. This particular coffee cup is connected to a, a, an underneath source of continual fresh coffee, like fresh, the, the most beautiful smelling, the most fresh r- roasted perfectly. And just, and so if you're willing to empty your cup, you don't have to refill it. It will automatically fill up with better thought. And so what, what people are at first surprised often when they hear me say, but then they quickly recognize it for themselves because it's always been true, is when you stop running over and over and over and over the same thoughts about yourself and the world, fresh thought inevitably comes along. And fresh thought tastes better. Fresh thought gives you fresh feelings. And from those fresh thoughts and feelings, you you just do better in the world because you're responding to the real, what's really happening more and responding to your imagined habitual reality less and less. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.